Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. It's easy to miss this, but you know, what do you think of when you think of a Christian falling? You know, he fell into sin. I mean, it's usually sexual immorality or he stole from somebody or, you know, some, some moral failure, right? What he's talking about here is just your love for him. Isn't that interesting? You've left your first love. You've fallen. Wow. A lot of fallen Christians in American churches today. What or who is your first love? Is it doctrine? Is it the praise of others? Are you devoting all your energy to doing church things, but neglecting to spend time with Jesus? In today's message, Pastor Robert challenges us to stop going through the motions and return to that crazy love we used to have for Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert with today's message. They were still staying true doctrinally. They, they, they were still, you know, staying true to the, to the teaching of the apostles. They were still holding the line. They were standing fast in, in the face of persecution. They were doing all these things right, but ignoring him. So he gives them a three-step solution in order to avoid the disaster that he said they were headed toward. Step number one, he says, remember from where you've fallen. Remember from where you've fallen. Now, it, it, it's easy to miss this, but you know, what do you think of when you think of a Christian falling? You know, he fell into sin. I mean, it's usually sexual immorality or he stole from somebody or you know, some, some moral failure, right? What he's talking about here is just your love for him. Isn't that interesting? You've left your first love. You've fallen. Wow. A lot of fallen Christians in American churches today. It's so important to note that if right now you're going through the motions of following Christ without any sincere love for him, he calls that a fall from which you need to repent. He says, remember, remember what it was like. That's the first step. Remember what it was like when you first gave your heart to the Lord Jesus. Do you you remember the feeling of freedom and joy and gratitude, the feeling of relief, you know, that you could start fresh with him? Those early days when you just, you wanted to be at church every time the doors opened? You wanted to be with other Christians and you were hungry for, for just more of him and for more understanding? You wanted him to teach you? You, you listening to teaching tapes or podcasts or whatever all the time because you just were, you were just hungry 
reading your Bible for hours and singing praise songs at the top of your lungs in the shower. And I remember one time we were, me and a buddy were, were driving down the road. We were just, you know, we're just belting it out. We're just singing it at the top of our lungs. And, and we, we got where we were going and, and one of the girls was laughing at us. It's like, man, you guys need some vocal lessons. So you're going to sing that loud, get some training. But we were just full of joy about our relationship with the Lord. Do you remember what that was like? He says, that's step number one, remember. And then step number two, repent, repent. What activities or pursuits have taken over that place of preeminence in your heart? You know, they, they've pushed Jesus out of the way. It's no longer, you, you know, in the beginning, all you could think about was, was this relationship with Jesus, this, this new relationship with the Son of God. And, and now you have to remind yourself to think about him. Well, what is it that pushed him out of the way? What is it that has displaced him in your heart? He says, you need to turn away from those things. That's what repentance is. Recognize that there's a problem and turn away from it. It's not always bad things. You know, I, I find quite often it's things which are not inherently evil, but I've given them too much room, too much place, too much time, too much attention, too much priority. Finally, step number three, he says, return. Return to those first works. I find that intriguing because we know that our salvation is not by works. And yet, right here, he says, you need to go back and do what you did in the beginning. Return to your first love by doing the things you did in the very beginning. Do what you once did and you'll feel what you once felt. Now, some of you are sitting there thinking, yeah, but see, I never felt that. I don't know what you're talking about. Never felt a love for the Lord like that. Well, then let me say with all the compassion, with all the concern, I, I know how to share. You've never come to grips with the love of Jesus. You, you cannot have met him without loving him. Now, I, I grew up going to church, so I, I get it. You know, I went to church every week. Every, you know, I was, went through the motions, prayed the prayer, sang the songs, did the rituals, had my membership. If you ask me, yes, I believe in God. Yes, I believe in Jesus. Yes, I know that I'm going to heaven when I die because I have put my faith in Jesus Christ. But, but see, I was deceiving myself. I really hadn't done that. I didn't know him. I only knew about him. And so I was living my life on my terms, doing what I wanted to do, making money and spending it on whatever, without any real concern for him. You know, the Bible teaches us that he needs absolutely nothing from us. And yet he loves you so much that he came to earth and offered himself to be humiliated. And I've told you before, I used to be baffled, you know, it's like, okay, so, so he offered himself to be killed knowing it was temporary. You've got the infinite eternal one, and he, he knew death wasn't permanent. You know, you and I, it, we look at it from this side of the curtain, it seems pretty final. But if he knew better, then was it a sacrifice? And there's so much more that we could talk about with you know, as it relates to this, but one of the things that impacted me personally about it as a man was standing in the place in Jerusalem 
where prisoners were tortured, where they were beaten. There's a courtyard in the Antonia Fortress, and there's a post, and they were chained to this whipping post to be scourged. And it was my second trip to Israel, and we're standing there, and the tour guide was talking about how they would, they would strip the prisoner, and he would stand there naked in front of soldiers, because priority number one was to humiliate And it dawned on me, the creator of the cosmos, everything, the infinite, eternal, omnipotent God became a man and allowed himself to be utterly humiliated by men so that they might be saved. I remember the moment when I fell in love with my wife. I've I've shared this story before, and I'm going to be quick. But, you know, I I made almost a business-like decision to marry my wife. You know, we we wanted the same things. I found her to be physically attractive. She's beautiful. She's sweet. She's got, you know, this gentle, warm spirit, you know. And and then, you know, after we got married and, you know, the the whole thing of getting used to each other and, and you begin to start seeing all the things you didn't see before. It's like, oh, gee, you know. And, and so we're, we're working through all those things. And, and I, I was incredibly impatient and overbearing and demanding. And I was really, really hard on her. Until one day when I realized I'm brutalizing her. Not physically, emotionally. And all I ever get in return is that patient, Loving, gentle, sweet goodness. And it broke me. You know what I mean? That's the moment when I fell in love with Elizabeth. That's when I actually fell for her. And see, for me, it was the same with Jesus. It was, it was when I realized, I'm like, wait a minute, you love me? Really? Why? I bring nothing to you. And it's true. And see, if you've not had that kind of encounter, well, then you know about it. But I don't care what ritual you've observed. If you don't love him, he says that's a problem. We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to learn more about this program, we invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. There you'll find an archive of previous broadcasts as well as a link to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Right now, we'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can help support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. Here's Pastor Robert with more information. I'm so blessed to be a part of spreading the good news of the gospel message through these broadcasts. But just as with any ministry, there are costs involved in producing this program. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift for any donation of $20 or more. Spiritual Discipleship, Principles of Following Christ for Every Believer by J. Oswald Sanders. 
is a book that explores what it means to be a disciple of Christ. This book is for those who want to imitate Christ, not just believe in Him. If you'd like more information, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. Thanks for being part of what we do here at Main Thing Radio. Thanks, Pastor Robert. Thanks for listening today. And join us again for another journey into the Word of God right here on Main Thing Radio.